Are you gonna bark all day, little doggy, or are you gonna bite? Yeah, yeah. There are several sacred things in this world that you don't ever mess with. One of them happens to be another man's fries. Now you remember that, and you'll live a long and healthy life. Just us, the cameras, and those wonderful people out there in the dark. Science fiction. The wave of the future. I wonder where a guy in everyday Joe like myself could find a little action. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Comic-Con's podcast, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the motherfucking rest of us. I mean, come on. If you don't know by now, if you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, ever know me. I mean, come on. It's me, your host, your boy, Nick Stevens. And who are the rest of us? Who is this show really for, huh? The dickheads, the kamikazes, the people that don't give a fuck. Why would we give a fuck, you know? I mean, we care. We care a lot. But not like Faith No More, huh? Look, we just we just want to have fun. We just want to talk about shit that we like, that we love. You know, we don't want to get our panties in a bunch. We don't want to get our feelings hurt, and we don't want to go down a message thread and fucking uh, attack strangers that we disagree with. Because, boy, actually, I thought it meant this. You know, no, we don't want to do that. You know, that's what this show, this show is not about that. This show is is for the everyday guy, you know, the rest of us. Or gal. You know, let's not be biased. The rest of us, people. Okay? He, she, they, whomever. You know, we don't discriminate. And what have I been doing? I've been going, I've been, I've been busy. I'm a dad. And I thought I'd give you a little solo rant because sometimes as a proud papa, I know other proud papas that come on the show and, 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 and proud papa or no papa, you know, people are busy. People have lives. It's a, it's a crazy, hectic, mixed up world. And we got so much going on. You know, we just got a lot going on. We, meaning they, meaning me, meaning anybody. You know, you, you you go see a movie with a close friend. Maybe he's the winter shuler. You say, hey, let's stream uh, after this. Or let's uh, let's do a live guy after this. Or let's uh, let's get up the night after, you know. And it's like, wait a minute. This movie's fucking three hours long. And it's 10 o'clock at night on a Tuesday. I gotta go home because I gotta catch the train to the moon base at the fucking zero dark 30, you know, and we gotta, we gotta, we gotta fulfill our obligations, you know, we gotta keep the lights on, you know, priorities. You can't always line up the schedules, okay? And I'm here, and I'm here, and I'm not quite queer, and I'm ready to talk about some shit. Uh, first up, went to GalaxyCon, went with my sister, it was a great day we went down to richmond and 
walked around, saw some people. She got her picture taken with some people, you know, a little John Barrowman action from Doctor Who. I saw the whole cast from The Next Generation. Also didn't know John Reese davies Indy, Sala. <laughs> I had no idea he had the fan base that he has, but his line was out the goddamn door. If it wasn't out the door, it was around the block. Okay, so it wasn't around the block, but it was it was pregnant. It was a pregnant line. You could see it from miles away, like, oh, God, whose line is that? I don't even think uh, Arrow, uh, Stephen Amell, had a line that big, you know? But I like, I like GalaxyCon because it's, it's traditionally smaller. You can walk around the floor. You can look at comics, look at art. Um, but it's not as, like, crazy or as jam-packed as, like, AwesomeCon in D.C., and it sure as hell ain't no Dragon Con, but you know, it's 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 good to get out in the cons again, you know. You know, there was a there was a few years there we, we weren't we weren't doing much, so it's cool to be back out and again, you know, and breathing the same air as the locals, you know, and getting breathed on, <laughs> and uh, and I got my picture taken with some cosplayers, and it was cool, you know, like I I like the cosplay, you know, and this girl, man, she her costume. Uh, was the armorer from Mando. And she not only looked just like the goddamn armorer, but she sounded like the armorer. Like her voice sounded like, this is the way. And she had the accent and she had the, even uh, even the effect, you know, when, you, when you're talking to the helmet, how it has that almost distorted sound, like a drive-through sound, like almost a drive-through sound, like, this is the way. Would you like some french fries with this? We have blood to spare. I might have got some goosebumps, you know, because I just, I mean, I wasn't like meeting anybody famous, but I felt like I was actually meeting the armor, like the armor. Man, I love it when a good cosplay comes together. And overall, it's just been, it's been good. It's been good to kind of um, be out and about, you know, and I got to make time for that kind of stuff, by the way, as a proud pop, I didn't have my son with me and he's not really into that world. Like he goes with me to some of these things. He'll go with me to a comic book store. I have taken him to a comic con before. We don't last very long. It's a lot of people. It's a little overwhelming for him. And he's not into that world. You know, he doesn't, I think I've said it before, he doesn't care about Batman. He doesn't care about Superman, you know. He's too mature for superheroes, you know. Um, my only in with him at all was, was the Batmobile because he thought that was cool. And he indulges me. I think he humors me. Like, I'll be like, hey, Zeph. And he knows that. He knows that means Batman. You know, Q, Danny Elfman, Q, Batman animated series. He knows what it means. He knows what he knows what Batman is. But he doesn't really care. You know, there's no connection. There's no um, it's not wired in his DNA like it is mine, you know, and I actually like that a lot. Like, I like that he's into like hydraulic cylinders and corrugated pipes and he likes going to Lowe's just to look at stuff. And explain to me, his dad, Nick Stevens, what a catch basin drain looks like and what it's for. You know what I'm saying? Because he watches YouTube videos on the shit. And he's six, by the way. He's like a grown man. You know, and he wants to he wants to build things and build cities and be an engineer. And I'm sitting here going, <laughs> What evil lurks in the hearts of men? Who knows? The shadow knows. You know, I don't... I'm, uh... And and, I, and it's not like I could take him with me to John Wick, you know? I mean, uh, and while my mom introduced me to all kinds of horrors in the 80s as a kid, times have changed. And it's a little different now, you know? I feel like 
I could probably get away with some Batman cartoons. I could probably get away with that 89 or that 92. That Tim Burton shit, even uh, though it's it, even though that's a little dark. But uh, I don't think he's ready for any of that shit yet, you know? Uh, and so I had to make time for this shit. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to go see John Wick 4. And I, my wife doesn't give a fuck about John Wick 4. But there's like a history to John Wick, right? Like, like when the movie first came out, when the first one came out, it was like 2014, Keanu Reeves, John Wick, okay, his dog dies, right? It's the last thing he has from his dead wife, you know, who died. She got ill. She, I think it was cancer. She dies. Then somebody just messes with him, right? They mess with him. They break into his house. They kill his dog, steal his car, and it just sets him off. Unbeknownst to the rest of the super friends, this mysterious uh, character played by Keanu Reeves is, in fact, Mr. John Wick, a.k.a. a member of The Table. What the fuck does that mean? We don't even know. I don't even think we learned that till later. Uh, he's just a badass motherfucker. And in that universe... He kills like seven to eight of these guys that come after him. And even the cops come. They're like, uh, you, you, you working late, John? You know, like in this universe, they know that he's a bad motherfucker and he just fucks people up. Cops don't really have a big presence in these films, by the way. Spoiler alert. But then we jump forward to like 2017. And like my son was actually born in 2017, like in February when this, when the second one came out. So... I don't even remember how I saw the second one. I think I might have watched like a bootleg copy because I just was not going out during that time uh, as a as a new dad, you know, with a baby. And then jump forward again to like 2019 or something like that. I think I saw the third one and we talked about it on the show. Halle Berry, Dogs, Desert. Don't really remember much about it. It wasn't, I mean, it was good. I remember liking it. And I do remember this, this badass scene where he's on a horse with a sword fighting dudes on motorcycles. That I remember. And I remember Halle Berry. Halle, Halle. That's sweet Halle Berry. Good God, Halle Berry. Now jump forward to four, and a lot of time has happened. You know, now I got a six-year-old. A lot of, I'm a seasoned papa, you know. And I've got into the habit of, I've got a routine now of like breaking away at night after he goes to bed to either do a podcast or go see a movie. Um, or, you know, just put it on the calendar, like, hey, I'm going out with some friends tonight, you know, vice versa, you got to carve that time, I got to make the time. And so we go, you got to make time, take time out for a three-hour movie. Yeah, I'm going solo. What if it wasn't even plugged in? What if I was just going? What if I was just talking by myself? Ah, big of the devil. So you tell the wife, hey, I got to go to the movie. Ba, 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 ba. Don't worry. It's only a three-hour movie. I'm going to make time, you know. And uh, you meet up with your boy and you go see this fucking movie. Now, let's talk about this fucking movie for a second. Spoilers, kids. It's long. And it's like almost three hours of straight-up fucking action. Like, it is a ballistic balls to the wall. Like, I don't even know how many gunshots are in this movie. I'd like to, I'd like to learn that number. Um... But it's up there. He kills a lot of motherfuckers. Like so much to the point where like I even turned to my buddy and I said, you think they reuse any of these guys, like any of these henchmen? Like goon number five, just throw on the red jacket this time because he had a blue jacket on. Or, you know, Asian hitman. Uh, let's shave his head for the next scene because we don't have enough Asian hitmen. I don't know. It's, um... It's it sprawls more geography, I feel like, in this one. I feel like at one point he's... I can't tell if he's in Japan or if he's just at the the Japanese version of the Continental, but then he's in France or he's in England at one point. There's definitely a part where he's in France, but I think they shot that in Quebec. 
Um, and they just like CGI the Eiffel Tower. I don't know. But he's all over the place. How is he flying there? We don't know. Maybe he's flying coach. Maybe he's walking to these places, doing the slow creeper it follows walk where he's just following motherfuckers, you know? Um, side note, uh, my cousin's girlfriend the other day when we had lunch, when we saw them after the con, I was talking about It Follows and I was like, that's probably like the last movie that scared the shit out of me, like legitimately. And she was like, is that the like STD, uh, STD ghost or STD creature? And I was like, wow, when you broke it, when you break it down like that, it doesn't seem as scary that this presence could just follow you based on who you've had sex with. But that is kind of like an STD, right? Like it just follows you after you've had sex, like unprotected sex. When I was growing up, nobody worried about STDs, you know? Again, maybe I'm an old man, but people were more worried about getting their girl pregnant than they were about getting an STD. They were like, I gotta wrap it up, I guess. Or I'll just pull out because I don't want to get her pregnant. Yeah, but what about the STD? Don't worry, dude. No need to wrap it up. I'll just pull it out. I mean, I wasn't having sex in high school, but I knew friends who were having sex like early in high school, and I don't think they were wrapping it up. And they could have easily gotten the gone, Maria, God forbid, a chlamyd, Dia, something that burns, the Hep, the C, the B, the D, who knows. But they were more they were more concerned like I can't get her pregnant shit. Which is also a concern naturally, but I mean what about what about the herp? You know? What about the hip? The hip path, you know? Or the hiv shit. Let's not forget the hiv. Takes out straight guys too. Anyway. Just weird. It follows kids. If you don't know your googs. The S T D ghost. Shout out. To Shambliss, my cousin Zach's girlfriend, calling that out. Um, <laughs> back to John Wick. Yeah, he's the Baba Yaga. He's 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 the John Wick. So there's naturally this 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 sense of like, oh shit, we gotta get him. And I don't even remember how the third one ended. I think it ended with him getting his finger cut off because he was trying to go to an elder in the middle of the desert, and basically say, I want to be off your hit list or something. Like, give me my freedom. Because I think the second one ended with him killing somebody in the Continental, so then he was excommunicated or excommunicado, and then everybody has to go after him. But here's the deal. What I'm trying to get at here is he spends three hours killing these motherfuckers, right? More motherfuckers. Because, again, there's a new bad guy. And I'm not looking for anything deeper. I know it's a fucking mindless good time. You know, we're just here to self-indulge our, our violent thirst, you know, for for bloodshed and and... and and how many different ways can this one man kill all these different people? And how can they get creative with it? And they do all that in different ways. And they've upped the ante every time. This movie included. There's a scene where he's drifting in a car, going around another car, shooting other guys. Um, so many people get hit by cars in this. So many people get thrown downstairs. So many people get stabbed and shot. I think in the third one, he killed a guy with a book. He definitely does creative things with some nunchucks in this one. He fucks some motherfuckers up with some nunchucks. I'll give him that. And it's all awesome and fun. I would say by like the third hour, I was probably a little tired. I was like, okay, I'm... Because how many different... How long can we really watch John Wick like murder people? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and to each their own. Maybe some people can go longer. I don't know. But after a while, it just seemed, it seemed like very pornographic. Whereas before it was like, yeah, it's over the top. It's action. But it's two hours. It's contained. I don't remember the other ones being this long. 
And if they were, then maybe I'm just getting older. But this was like, by the end of it, I was like, I'm, like, I'm tired, you know? Like, I'm, I'm tired, you know? I felt like circa 2019 when I was at the last Tool show I went to. And I'm like, yeah, I get it, guys. Tool, you're great. You're a solid fucking band. But I'm also tired. And I want to sit down. <laughs> and I'm sitting down, right? Like, I'm in a movie theater, so I'm sitting down. But I'm so tired. And also, I start wondering, like, I think about the history of this character, and I'm like, so he was motivated in, in the first one, right? Because these people fucked with him, they killed the dog, and people go, oh, he killed a dog, big deal. But no, it was like the last, it was a, it was a symbol of his of his affection and the last memories he had of his of his dead wife, right? Plus, he was just pissed off, so he came out of retirement, and fucks people up. The second one, I don't even remember the plot, coin, something about coins and debts, and the table and the assassins and the the continental and the hotels and i like the mythology right so it's all pretty cool and i like how in this universe again cops don't really interfere it seems like the table just runs the entire world in this universe god forbid you have like a regular job job and you're like living in this universe <laughs> like what do you do like actually no i just i'm a bartender and um half my customers are murdered almost every single night i, I don't know like other people besides other assassins have to be getting murdered, I would imagine, with all the extra. I mean, the collateral damage alone, especially in this movie, good God. I mean, in Paris, there's cars getting wrecked and flipping over. In fact, if you look closely, folks, you'll see cars that flip in this movie and nobody's in them. Because they flipped cars, they didn't want to hurt real people, but they didn't even like cut the shot or CGI people in like regular people, like freaking out and running away. Like the cars flip and wreck, and then if you look closely, which I did, there's nobody in those cars. And I feel like I'm tearing this movie apart. And I don't know why. But what's his motivation? Like, what is John Wick's motivation to stay alive? He has no motivation. I mean, think about like the last few movies. Like, even in this one, he's hiding from the table in the opening of this movie. He's uh, maybe not hiding like a coward, but certainly taking refuge, you know. And his buddy... um who I can't remember his name, but an older Japanese character actor who you've all seen in a million other movies is like giving him refuge in his, in his continental. And his daughter is even saying like, why the fuck are you hiding him here? He's going to bring death upon all of us. Spoiler alert. He does. Cause everybody finds him and they kill not only the dad, but they kill everybody else at the hotel, except the daughter. She gets away, but not on the skates. She's like, she's limping on a train, bleeding all over the place. And I'm like, he did just cause all of this. He could have just come out of hiding again and just owned up to it, but he didn't want to die. So he did have a fear of death, or did he not have a fear of death, or was he not ready to die? There was nobody else from like an initial revenge that he needed to kill. He just, for whatever reason, decided not to die and dragged everybody else down with him. So he's kind of an asshole, is all I'm saying. Like, it's not like, oh, I found out my wife is really alive, or... Oh, I have a long-lost brother who's been held hostage. Like, there's no reason for him to stay alive except to to kill. But I feel like he already killed everybody he had to kill in the last two movies. You know? And uh, he even made peace with uh, our boy Deadwood for shooting him off a building in the, in the, at the end of the third one. So I don't know. I don't know. Is it a good movie? Yeah, it's a good ride. Is it a long ride? Yeah, it's a bit. You know what? It's like if like you like going to the beach, right? But how? But which beach? Like I like going to a beach that's kind of close. 
That way I'm not in the car for like seven hours. I mean, I don't mind driving, but if I'm taking my whole family, then that's a drive because then you're stopping and then you're eating, using the bathroom. A six-hour drive turns into eight. An eight-hour drive turns into 12. You know what I'm saying? Like all this shit. So this movie right here, like, is this a fun ride? Yeah, it's a good ride, but you better break it up. You know? And again, two hours and 49 minutes of fucking gunshots. I mean, he killed a lot of people. But he killed a lot of people for like three hours. And I guess it's just not for me. I don't know. I don't know if it would have been better if like one dude showed up with like laser eyes. Maybe that's what it was. Like there should have been more like bosses or something. Like more like, you know, you know, like when you play like Double Dragon and it's like a, it's like a button smasher game and you're just fucking shit up and you're not, you're not really paying attention. It's just like mindless good time. But the cool thing you look forward to every, at the end of every level is a new boss, you know? you can either throw off a cliff or throw another guy at, or like maybe this guy's got a bigger head. Maybe this guy's got a chain. This guy's got, got a chainsaw. There was a cool scene where I think the gamer community would appreciate because there was like an overhead shot of like a whole floor plan where you're just following him around and he's like jumping in and out of rooms. And I thought that was really cool. I thought it was shot differently this, this time around. And it was, they tried some things to, to raise that up. He's got incendiary rounds at one point where he's lighting people on fire with his gunshots. And there's a guy that goes by nobody who brings his dog into the mix because these movies like love having dogs in the mix now. Um, yeah, I thought the Asian chick disappeared too, too fast. I thought she could have come back. But even that, like her father dies, right? He's, she's, he's killed by the very interesting Donnie Yang from Rogue One or Ip Man, IP Man, whatever the fuck. He's a hitman, but he used to be friends with John Wick, and he he actually kills this girl's father. And she's like, she tells John, she goes, kill him. And he actually lets him go at the end. So it's kind of like, well, like, what's the payoff? I know he was your friend, but he also killed your other friend. I guess it's not that deep. And we shouldn't give a fuck. And I guess I shouldn't give a fuck. I guess I don't give a fuck, you know? What's the motivation, you know? (laughs) Speaking of motivation, how about that Mando, huh? Five episodes in. I think we have like three more left. And goddamn, that Bo-Katan. Is it just me? Am I the only one that wants Mando and Bo-Katan to just get it the fuck on? You know, with the helmets, take everything else off, but leave the helmets on and just fuck. You know what I mean? Like, like get down to the nitty gritty. This is the way. This is the fucking way. And just fuck. Leave the helmets on. Take everything else off and fuck. Am I the only one? Mm. And the way she walks in that suit, you know, me and my buddy at the moon base, we're talking about it like, God damn, that Bo-Katan. And I feel like it might be heading that way. And not by fucking, but they might actually be, they might actually be fighting with that whole, that whole spiel, the armor saying, no, you can recruit more Bo-Katan. Like, take your helmet off. Do you not respect my station? Take it off. By the way, kids, spoilers if you haven't seen any of this. And it's just a fun Star Wars show. Like, I don't know where some of the criticism comes on these things. Like, Mando Season 3 is not nearly as good as Season 1. I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't as good as the first season. But the show progresses and it grows. And and I like all the different creatures and some of the cameos. And I don't know, man. It's just a fun, good time, you know? And I feel like I could do three hours of Mando the way I did three hours of John Wick, 
and I feel like I wouldn't be as exhausted. So I feel like every time a Mando episode ends, even if it's not my favorite episode, I, I want more. Like it ends, I'm like, oh shit, I want more, I want more. And they they give you like the right amount of juice, you know what I'm saying? They give you like 30, 40 minute episodes. It's not like that Daredevil Netflix shit where they were like giving you like hour and 15 minute episodes. <laughs> 30 minutes of it is Karen and Foggy going, but why, Matt? But why, Maddie? You know, and you just keep watching. Well, maybe I'll just fast forward to these fight scenes. They uh they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing with that Mando. It's fresh and I like it. It's fresh. And I like it. And I also like Jonathan Majors. And I hope they don't cancel him. Like I could see Disney canceling him. That's right, kids. If you don't know, he had a little bit of a mishap recently. But uh also apparently this woman who made these allegations has reportedly dropped these allegations. Uh according to the interwebs, I don't know. I've been on social media the last few days, so I don't even know. I'm taking a little break, doing a little detox. And the last thing I saw was that this whole thing was was not even a thing. So maybe maybe nothing will come of it. Who knows? But I just know Disney's quick to like, ooh, do the cancel. And uh, that would be a shame, you know? Because even if he was involved in some kind of skirmish, come on, one skirmish in his private life, we're going to cancel him? He's playing Kang in every goddamn movie for the next tw- 10 years. And uh, he's supposed to show up in the Loki season t- in season twos. So yeah, I hope um, I hope they keep him around. I think they're keeping him around. I don't think anything's going to come of it, but I I just hope. I really love that majors. Haven't watched Creed three yet, but I'm going to. It's on the digis, and uh, I really love Miss Kang. I like the actor. I like Miss Kang, and I hope Disney keeps him on board. And I feel like we're going to see all kinds of crazy shit with Kang over the next few years. Like, I don't think, I don't even think we know how crazy it's going to get. I think it's going to get fucking nuts. You know, I think DC's going to come out with some, some really cool shit, but I think Marvel's going to surprise some people with this Kang shit. I really do. Or, or who knows? The whole thing could be a big, a big wash, you know, but I'm going to keep watching it. And guess what? If they do another John Wick. John Wick 5, John Wick 6, John Wick 7. I'm coming back for all of them. Even though he dies in this one. Spoilers. <laughs> I guess that's what they wanted to do. Look, he finally he finally dies at the end of this movie. And I'm like, all of that just for this. Now you die? Like, now you're ready to die? You weren't ready to die the last two movies? The first one I get. The first one is flawless, right? Because we know why he did what he did. And that's a wrap. You know, but the last few movies, it's like, why is this guy even fucking going? Now he can rest. Should they bring him back? I don't know. The movies are making lots of money. They probably will bring him back. Will I show up if they bring him back? Absolutely. Will I watch this, this, this spinoff ballerina? I don't know. Maybe. Sure. I mean, I'm the guy that liked fucking milkshake and honey or whatever the fuck it's called. Milk, what is it? Milkshake and gunpowder? Gunpowder and milkshake? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't take much. Never saw the 355 though with all the uh all the females. But I'd be open to an all women expendables. You headline it with Rebecca Romaine? Mm. Or even Mila Jovovich? Mm. I actually own Monster Hunter. Can you believe that? It's not a good movie, but I own it cuz of Mila. Ever since Chicken Good Multipass. Multipass if you don't know 
ye googs. Ah, that's all I got, folks. Just a quick little rant from yours, truly, to put something out there in the universe, because that's what we do on the show. And I've been slacking on the Patreons, folks. Look, uh, we got, what, two Patreons right now? Boof Rady one and uh, this Beak Geeks. Listen, I know you guys are out there in the in-podcast land listening to your podcast going, man, this Comic-Con's podcast really doesn't uh, put out the regular Patreon content. And we're working on it. We're working on it. And by we, I mean me. There's a couple of ideas we got going on. Um, there's a couple of movies and shows that I think would be fun to talk about. A couple of ideas. I promise I'm going to get better about that shit. I appreciate your support. And I appreciate anybody really just listening, but especially you two patrons out there that are throwing a couple bucks our way and my way, uh, to help, to help keep this show afloat. Um, I appreciate it. And I appreciate all of you. And remember, look, whatever I said at the end of the day, okay, maybe whether it made the hairs on your balls stand up, okay. Or your JJs, you know. Let's not be, let's not be gender biased again. You know what I'm saying? Like men aren't the only ones that for that that don't shave and 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 let it all go. You know. So uh, all I'm saying is I've, I've I've been with a Hungarian woman before, and uh, and it can get hairy, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there is nothing wrong with that. Do I trim? Yes, I do a little bit of trimming. I um sometimes I. I, uh, I trim, but I but I trim for for my partner, my wife, uh, because I don't want her to have to navigate that forest, you know, when the moment strikes itself. Um, so I go into the bathroom and I do what I gotta do. Do I do I narrow it down? No, God, no. I'm not a fucking savage, but I do take a you know, little razor guy, and you know what I'm saying, over the toilet, so it's an easy cleanup. You know what I'm saying? I kind of straddle the toilet, get under there. You know, sometimes I use a little mirror so I can see everything that's going on. Have I nicked? No, I've never nicked, never nicked. Um, have I nicked my face when shaving? No, never. Because again, I don't go full to the, I don't go full ham with a goddamn razor blade. I got a, I got a razor. I got an electric shaver. I got, a, I even got the guy with the, with the different heads or the bits you can put on, you know, to navigate around the circumference and topography of your face. You know, going, getting in the nose, getting in the ears. Because you know, again, forty. Got hairs growing in all kinds of places, you know? It's like I'm 13 all over again. Like, where'd that come from? I'm turning into a man all over again. And you got to do is what you got to do. But I take care of it, you know? And uh, so if that happened, right, if you're listening to this podcast and the hairs are standing up on your, your scrotum or um, or they're getting itchy because the sound of my voice is just making the hairs, like, percolate, you know? And the hair follicles are just expanding, um, or likewise, if you're a woman and you know you you're, you're you're maybe you're Hungarian and you've just you got a bushy bush, you know. Not saying you have to be a Hungarian to have a bushy bush. Not saying it's a bad thing to have said aforementioned bushy bush. Just saying if you were and you had all that and you're listening to my voice and all of a sudden perka perka perka, that's the hair percolating. Um, that's that, that's actually a flattering thing, I would think, right? Like I should be interpreting that as a, as a flattering thing because again. My voice causing your hair to grow, that's like, you know, and I don't even mean that like in an egotistical way. I just mean like that's that's like a, that'd be a, that'd be a fun thing, you know, like, oh, shit, that's his mutant power. You know, because some people, they listen to stuff and uh, they hear something, you know, it causes a reaction, right? Like if I listen to a certain song that I loved back in the day, it'll take me back to that moment. Sometimes I get goosies. If you, if you add visuals with a certain song, you know, like that Guardians of the Galaxy Trace trailer. Something about that song with the visuals 
And our boy Star-Lord screaming bloody murder with Rocket Raccoon's voiceover. Come on, Senshu Ben God. You know, come on now. Goosies. Very much like listening to this podcast with my voice in your headphones and your hairs on your vajays or your pinascrodim going up, you know, just haina haina, you know. And uh, sometimes you just feel it, you know. Much like you feel it like, uh, you ever feel like somebody just looking at you? You know, let's talk about this real quick before we sign off. Sometimes you're in the car, you're walking out in the streets, and you just feel eyes on you, you know? And let's face it, like, you've been on the other side of that table where you're the eyes watching, right? So let's say someone's picking their nose, and you're looking at them, they're just going full ham in there, and you're you're looking, they're digging for gold, and they turn to see you looking because they felt you looking and you had to look away real quick, you know. Or if you're looking at clavage, you know. And again, like Seinfeld said, it's like the sun. You take a look, you glance away, you know. You don't want to get blinded. But sometimes you can get caught if you're looking too long, right? Because again, people feel the eyes. Well, like I said, I'm being a pra-pa-pa. And I'm out with the boy. And we stop at the Target. Got to get some things. Of course, we navigate our way to the Lego aisle. And it's a Target. It's a big super Target, but it's not the one I always go to. It's not my go-to. It's the one on the other side of town. I just happened to be on the other side of town. He had to use the bathroom. I needed some things anyway. So, bup, 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 bup. And I feel something. I feel some eyes. I'm talking to him. He looks at a Lego set. He's like, oh, Dad, let's add that to the list. So, what we do now, folks, if he doesn't have a birthday coming up or it's not Christmas, but there's a big thing that he likes that's obviously like, you know, an exorbitant amount of money, especially Legos. Come on, if you don't know, you definitely, you definitely googs. Uh, the price can be a little high sometimes on these on these Lego sets. And uh, so what I'll say is like, you know what? Hey, I'll take a picture of it on my phone, add it to the list, and by list I mean it goes on an Amazon Zeph list, so we can use that for future occasions, you know. And uh, and he's cool with it. He's good with it. He actually likes it. So he's like, hey, Dad, take a picture of that. Put it on the list. And as I'm taking a picture of this Lego set, I feel eyes on me. I feel something on me. And I look up. And I lock eyes with an old, old. I would say, let's, we, we should say old friend to be diplomatic. But I'm just going to say a person I don't talk to anymore. It's not in my life. And I made an executive decision to remove this person from my life because I didn't like the way the relationship had evolved. And I thought it was weird um, to the point where, you know, she had befriended my wife too. And, and, uh, my wife even blocked her when I blocked her because it got weird. It just, she was kind of in our life past the point of no return kind of thing where it was like, okay, we're not, we don't hang out anymore. We don't talk anymore, but you got a weird snapshot picture of my infant son on your phone that my wife saw. And it was weird. And, um, anyway, I don't even want to get into the nitty gritty, but the point is, we blocked. It's been years, right? And it was like a reunion, like a brief reunion, because we locked eyes, and I looked at her, and I could have done the old, oh, hey, how's it going? And just fake as shit, just to avoid awkwardness. But not me. Not this time. This time, I saw this person, and I locked eyes. My eyebrows, I think, might have gone up in a, in, a, in a very distinct, ooh, I recognize this person. But only for a brief moment in time. And I immediately went from, uh Hey, Zeph, that's a great idea. Let's look at this one. And I shifted my back to her and continued to talk to my son about Legos. Now, surely she disappeared. She left 
the store. She was there uh, looking at Legos for herself, and I was there looking at Legos for my son. And uh, we left it at that. And uh, it was fine. There was no scene. There was no, hey, what the fuck? You know, it was it was okay because years she knows she's been removed. And I think I think more and more people just need to realize that. Like, I think people come into your life during a season in your life and they either stick around because you have something or they don't stick around. But because you still have something, you could run into them years later and it could be like you could – you could, I'm sure you guys have this, right? Where you have a friend that you don't talk to anymore, but if you were to talk to said person, it would just be like nothing had changed, right? Like, I had some of those connections. I'm very blessed to have those connections. But this person was one of those people that kind of came into the mix, wasn't part of the mix, kind of sucked her way into the mix like a fucking parasite. <laughs> and while everything was all good at, at first, it just kind of got weird after a while. You know what I mean? And don't think it's sexual because it's a she. It's not. There was nothing sexual, nothing weird. I never dated this person, never fooled around with this person. But it just got weird. Like, it got weird to the point where, like, one would think something was there. You know what I mean? And I don't want to make it sound, I don't want to come off like an asshole, like I'm proud of, like, being addicted to this person. But I had to do what I had to do. I had to do the block. I had to do the block on social media, the block on my phone. I had to do all that. And my wife did, too. And uh, I told her, I was like, guess who I saw? I saw this person. She's like, what'd you do? And I told her, she's like, oh, my God. You know, she couldn't believe it because, you know, when you're in a situation like that, sometimes you you default to, hey, or even a nod or a how's it going, and then you keep it moving, and it's awkward. But I didn't even want to fuck with that. I was like, no, I'm not going to let it be awkward. I'm going to acknowledge her with as much of an acknowledgement as I would give a goddamn stop sign. I stopped. I acknowledged the stop sign. Then I turned around. Stop sign might have been a bad metaphor uh, because I feel like you, you acknowledge a stop sign in a lot of situations because you have to because it's it's uh, it's a requirement by law and also safety, especially with precious cargo in the back. Um, but uh, about as much acknowledgement as I would spend on, I don't know, the bristles of a broom. You know, like that's a broom. So it's it's a, it's a fine broom. It's doing its job. Man, those bristles are a little coarse around the edges, you know, collecting too much dust. Somebody should probably take a wet rag and clean out some of that dust. That, like, you know, the kind of dust that just clings in the broom and doesn't go away. You know, they thought he was a goner, wouldn't stay away. Cat came back the very next day. No, anybody? No, nobody else remembers that? Okay. Um, yeah, John Wick. Movie theater, good. Maybe ask your friend with the... Uh, with a fire stick or plex to just download it for you and then uh, and then you can watch it at your own leisure you know in in increments in breaks bless you and that's a wrap it's uh that's all i got thanks for listening remember no matter how many hairs come out of your vajj or out of your scrotum it's just fiction don't you dare take it seriously don't you dare take it seriously don't you dare take it seriously don't you dare.